0: Okay, hey everybody. So tonight's episode, I was I, I thought of this idea recently, and I know a lot of people are big fans of the uh, what do they call it, the real time recipe episodes. Now this won't be a real time recipe episode, but we'll kind of talk about some stuff around it. Uh, because, it, and I'll explain what Trader Joe's is for. Did I talk about? Oh no, I didn't. I, I'm already distracted. So. If you're new here, real time recipe episodes where I make a recipe in in real time, essentially, you know, with a few things, you know, powered by the magic of podcasting. But I usually take the listeners for a trip to Trader Joe's, where I do most of my grocery shopping. And I guess you could say I'm like mildly, I don't think I'm obsessed with Trader Joe's, but I'm a big, like, I like shopping there. Uh, like uh, I think that their prices are pretty good based on um the cu- price of coffee. That's the only thing I really um, base my. I say, well, that's a pretty good price, you know. I buy ground the ground French roast; it's five ninety nine, and I say, well, you can't beat that as far as I know. And they tend to have. Well, uh, anyway, I don't want to like. Uh, so, uh, what is Trader Joe's? So Trader Joe's is a uh, Let's see, this isn't based on facts, so hold on, you know, hold your horses. Uh, Trader Joe's is a a chain of uh, grocery stores. Uh, So far, I think I'm correct. Uh, In the western United States, again, I don't know how widespread they are. Uh, Most of what they sell are their own brands. So Trader Joe's branded uh, stuff. So almost like a generic uh, store, you know, though a few things are different, uh, you know, or branded. And so I guess I'm not very good at making a delineation there. It tends to be quirky and it's smaller selection than a big grocery store, like a full fledged grocery store like a Safeway in the West or Wegmans or Publix. Or tops. I'm trying to pass mark. You know, those are the big ones. And so trade Joe's a little bit smaller, and they tend to be busier, and they don't have. They might not have every single. You know, it's smaller, so they don't have everything you'd have at a grocery store, but mostly everything. And I don't know. I just tend to like it. And I, 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 I did try to get them to sponsor the show, mostly by listener participation. And they said they don't do any marketing. And, you know, also, you know, if you don't listen to this podcast, people think, you know, they say what? You know, say what? That sounds great. I'm glad you can sleep. I think that's usually there. And they don't say it like that, though. You know, that was my own spin. But they say, oh, that's great that you can fall asleep, but we don't market on podcasts. You know, not a huge, huge deal. Like, I still love Trader Joe's. I'd love it if they start sponsoring podcasts in general. I think the markets are pretty, pretty closely aligned. Uh, But this is not a piece of marketing. This is my, but it's based on Trader Joe's marketing and my experience. And maybe, you know, if you're listening with a, you know, a critical eye, you might say, well, marketing really works well on you, Scoots," And I'd say, well, great. Uh, uh, But Trader Joe's is, Trader Joe's is, Trader Joe's is, uh, Trader Joe's. Their main piece of marketing is this thing called the Fearless Flyer, which you get in your mailbox. You can get it at the store. It's printed on New sprint, and it's basically like a flyer. I think they probably put it out like five, six, seven times a year with all the seasonal items they have, and, they, and they, whoever writes it does a really good job. also says, I think, that it's all rights reserved or something on the back of it. Uh, so I will be parap- paraphrasing from it, but I thought, you know, we'd take a journey through the Trader Joe's uh, fearless flyer for the ho- the holiday season that just passed because I'm a huge Peppermint fan. And also, as you'll see, like I tend to, to uh, well, you'll see like when certain products come up. So I figured I'll run through, I don't think I'll read everything, but if I, you know, if there's products I've tested, I'll give a little review. And, uh, you know, talk, you know, if I have personal stories, um, you know, that's it. So this is the 2016 uh, Fearless Flyer for the end of the year. On the front page, there's three things, uh, two of which I have not tried. One is the rainbow of honey. They say there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. What if it's a rainbow of honey? Uh, six different honeys in different hues. Uh, each from a distinct floral source. I, I did not see, I don't I maybe I saw this. Let's see how much it costs. Nine ninety nine. I think it comes in like little jars. So this would be a good, that would have been a good like a door gift. What do you call those when you go to somebody's house? A door gift. But I always feel bad about giving someone, someone something from Trader Joe's. Uh, but I didn't try that. You, you like, I, I inconsistently consume honey. That's one reason. Another reason is they probably don't want a different honeys because I always have trouble, like, with one thing of honey. You know, it gets stuck to the counter. I mean, I can't get honey. If you want to get, like, well, I guess I got honey issues, honey. Remember Nut and Honey? Nut and Honey, that was an ad campaign back in the 90s, maybe. Also, this I don't think this was on a box of Nut and Honey. I think it might have been on Special K. One time when I was a little, we were little, there was a guy in the back of the box that looked just like my dad. It wasn't my dad, or so my dad said, uh, but it looked just like my dad. And if you want to know what my dad looks like, he like uh, if you have seen the movie Taxi Driver, he looks like De Niro, or he did when he was that age. Like it, like he looks like my dad looks a lot like De Niro. You know, my current father, he looks like Silver Linings Playbook De Niro a lot. But like I said, holy cow, that's a lot, like a lot like dad. And maybe that's just the essence of, uh, but so I hadn't tried that honey. And, uh, then there's a winter wassail. And I think a listener last year told me, I can't remember who it was, so I'm sorry, but they said, that's terrible. I drank it and it's terrible. Uh, but it was an NA beverage, uh, you know, with, uh, like, like juices and spices, and the, the listener said it tasted awful, so I never tasted it, and I don't think I ever will. I don't think, it, like, it It just uh, sounds like something that might be good if you're drinking, but since they can't drink alcohol, cinnamon uh, mixed with apple, lemon, and orange, that just doesn't sound tasty to me. So that one's out. And then the third one, which is like a peppermint chocolate bar. I did buy this at 2.99 for one bar, 4.25. And I still have half of it in my fridge. And this was this year. I think this is a new item. It's a dark chocolate infused with peppermint oil. So already like I said, well, there you go cuz I, I don't find I don't uh, I mean, I can eat dark chocolate. And probably the good thing for me with dark chocolate, if I was like disciplined about consumption of sweets, like I could, all I can handle is a tiny little bite of it. Otherwise, it's just not desserty for me. It's too chocolatey. Uh, but I found the peppermint really cut into this. And then it had a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, candy cane, you know, goodness on there. And I just love peppermint. And I do love peppermint mixed with chocolate, especially with candy, you know, peppermint candy in there. So this was a good one, but not, I guess not, it was still intense. I never finished it. It's still in my fridge. And ideally, you know, I'll, I'll eat it at some point. Uh, so it's a front page. and let's just hop to the back page, you know, because these are the prime items that everybody's going to see. Uh, first one, this one I've tried two out of three, and two big thumbs up. And then the third one, uh, very big chocolate bars. We're not kidding around. And again, I guess this goes to like my feelings on chocolate. But I did see these in the store. They're Trader Joe's commend commendation bars. Uh, two kilos big, four point four pounds, seventy ounces. And they say big, they mean it. And they have milk chocolate and dark chocolate. And I guess you get, like, a, just something fun. I didn't, you know, I, I I like chocolate mixed with other things, but not by itself. I, I don't know. Or like a tiny bite, but, you know, bite of chocolate. So that was a trip, very big chocolate bars, But it seems like it you know, it'd be fun. How about this? Maybe next year I'll go sledding on one of these giant chocolate bars. Hey, Trader Joe's, what do you think about that? You know, if you sponsor the podcast, I'll go sledding on one of your chocolate bars. Maybe, you know, I'll, I'll always say I will. I mean, that could be fun and that would be unique. And chocolate, you know, gets more, you know, more rigid with the cold. I mean, I would do it in a Uh it, or we could do both. You know, depends on how many episodes you want to sponsor. You know, but that could be fun or maybe, but then I guess, well, 14 bucks. How much does the sled cost? Also, I don't know how big four, you know, what the dimensions are of a four pound bar of chocolate. I just, I kind of looked at it, but I don't remember. Okay. So the next thing on here is Trader Joe's Triple Ginger Brew, which is gingery ginger ale. I got two bottles of these at home. It comes in like an old school uh, bottle, like you'd get some uh, Northern European beers in with the pop top that kind of stays on there. And it is delicious. It's a 750 milliliter glass bottle with a swing top closure. At 2.99 a bottle, you know, plus tax. Uh, really good, sharp ginger ale. So if you like ginger ale, I, I recommend it. Like I said, I got two bottles, and uh, I think 2.99. That's like for for uh, is a little little spendy, but the bottle's real nice. It's good for the holidays. And then if you when we get to this next item is a winner on a multiple levels. So if they have this next year, I like I, I highly recommend picking one up early in the season. Uh though a year from now I can't guarantee you'll have the same results as me. This was like something my expectation was very low. And oh boy was my expect I mean my expectation like I would have rated this I mean, I think I got my money's worth when I bought it. I said, okay, I'll get my money's worth from this, but I got probably, uh, the cost of this item was five ninety nine, And if, if I would have, like, I'll explain it. Uh, I don't know if I got $10 of value out of it. I probably did. It, like when you look at if you value experience and joy, probably got 20 or $30 out of this one. And that is the ugly sweater gingerbread kit. Uh, uh trader joe's ugly sweater cookie kit that's what it is it's not gingerbread and in each box there's 10 pre-made cookies which right there that should be like a warning sign of course uh in five different sweater shapes and then there's um uh like a couple there's a five of vanilla and five chocolate then there's three things of icing Uh, in their own bags, with their own decorating tips, and then a bunch of different kinds of sprinkles. And I had bought this kind of like uh, on a whim, because, you know, in Impulse, this was an Impulse buy. And I said, well, maybe Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, if there's going to be, depending on where I'm going in the youth situation or the, like, a uh, gameability of adults, you know, I'll bring this, or if me and my daughter want to make them one night, uh, we'll do that. But I'm not really good at decorating cookies. I can bake cookies. Uh, but so come Christmas Eve, I believe it was, uh, I went over, went somewhere, and there was uh, two of, uh, I don't know what the modern, uh, uh, but then Christmas Eve, I went somewhere, and two of my nieces that are in, uh, one's in, Uh, High school and ones in college were there with my daughter, and we we had some downtime. I said, why don't you do, they said to my daughter, why don't you see if your cousins want to make these ugly sweater cookies? And they proceeded to do a wonderful job as far as making ugly sweaters and like, it seemed like they enjoyed it. The sweaters have looked really good. It was fun because I got to participate by test, you know, making sure the sprinkles tasted good. And also to warm, you have to warm up the, uh, the, the, frosting by like, uh, friction by squeezing the packet. And I did that. I did good at that. And so right there, any of those things, I would have been very happy. Five ninety nine. Well, like I would, I would have said ten. I got ten dollars worth of use out of this thing. But then, I ate myself one of these cookies, and I got to tell you, I had a vanilla one. I I don't I don't know if I had a chocolate one. I had more than one vanilla one. Let me tell you, they weren't rock hard. So these were cookies that have been boxed for I don't even know how long. And it wasn't as soft as a sugar cookie, but it was like just the right mouthfeel that you'd want in like a pre-made Christmas cookie or any kind of pre-made cooking. And then it had the frosting and the sprinkles. Now, the frosting, I I believe, and you're going to say this sounds as wacky as you do, Scoots, but I think I can taste uh, the dyes in a lot of these things. And it just is just a tiny off flavor. So the like uh, the frosting was good, and it was a really good consistency too. And it, the the fact I'm used to tasting dye and cookies or whatever frosting, so it didn't really take anything too away from it. Uh, and then they had the nice uh, like the, the the sprinkles they had were really good. The the, the frosting job that uh, the 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 decorators did was amazing. And then, like, I had another one for breakfast the next day, or like, a, yeah, I guess breakfasty uh, time. I think I probably had two and a half, maybe three, all told. So that was a really knockout of the parks. So, so those are our first two pages, and I'm gonna dig into the the inside of the Fearless Flyer now. Okay, this next one in the first page and the inside is it's uh, like a cookie kit in a um. Mason jar. I saw those in the store, and that one. I, I guess buying pre-made cookies doesn't make me feel guilty, but buying pre-made cookie kits does. And so I didn't buy that. uh If I see it on sale, maybe I would. But I say, well, it's just so hypocritical. Like I said, that's lazy, as opposed to buying store-bought like uh, cookie decorating kits. But yeah, if we can't live in hypocrisy, where could we live? Uh, Next up is Jingle Jangle ice cream. I did not try this. I don't know if I have. I think one of the reasons is uh, it doesn't have peppermint. I say if I'm going to get a a holiday ice cream, I want it to have peppermint in there. And I think that was just an easy decision. Also, I have ice cream in my fridge or freezer that I haven't uh, had. Okay, now this one, this is a mouthful, even the thing. Salty honey toffee milk chocolate covered crackers. And I think this is one, I, I don't know if this one caught fire. I could see that they thought it might. And so basically it's a saltine cracker dipped in chocolate with honey, to, like, a, like a ferro rocher type toffee on there. And, but the thing was in the package, it didn't look any, it almost looked like a, a chocolate dipped uh, graham cracker uh, square. And, it, you know, I guess this is a criticism. I mean, this is a, you know, this is a run through. There wasn't enough salt. Uh, and it was a really uh, um, intense dark chocolate and maybe not enough toffee. Almost like there was more, it took, like, there wasn't enough cracker to, to say, like, when you have, um like, a chocolate-covered pretzel and they do it right, that's an experience. You say, well, this is perfect. You know, this is the perfect mix of a salty pretzel with uh, whatever a chocolatey coating. Uh, this one wasn't quite there. So maybe next year, uh, Trader Joe's. uh I mean, I did buy it. I did share it with some people because they said this is a unique thing to try. Uh, Let's see. They're kosher certified, so that's nice. And uh, I don't know. I I think, like, it was fun to share, and I shared it with people that really like dark chocolate. Um, Hopefully, this is the right thing. I think so. Um, But, yeah, I I guess I would say, like, uh, a little more salt and toffee. Okay, so that's that one. I think on this page, oh, let's see if I've tried anything. Sticky toffee pudding. I may have tried that before, and it's good owl mode, but not recently, so I can't say I mean, I'm almost positive I have tried that, and uh it's really good owl mode, but not i I wouldn't say like so good you have to buy it four forty nine I'd say if you're cooking dinner for someone like a date or like a like a rekindling type date and you make it and you like plate it nice and then do it like with a, like a nice ice cream, it probably be a good. Uh, but I don't know. I can't rec I guess like I say, well, it's not bad. It, was, it didn't blow my mind. Some of these other things have blown my mind. Okay, this next one, chocolate cherry danish, i never seen that. I uh, probably wouldn't have got it unless it, like, I love cherry danish, uh, but uh, chocolate, uh, you know. Um, so I didn't try that. Crunchy truffle trio, I think that has alcohol in it, so I didn't try that. And, uh... Yeah, I didn't, I don't even remember, there's so many different truffle things, and we'll probably get into the one error I made last year. Uh, So that's that, chocolate chip waffles, I bought these, and this goes in the, I bought like two kinds of waffles for breakfast for me and my daughter, for on the weekend we have a sweet breakfast, and normally I make something from scratch, but I said, well, uh, these chocolate chip waffles, she loves chocolate, she loves chocolate chips, I'll get her chocolate chip waffles, I'll get myself the Belgian waffles, and we'll have waffles uh, do or something. Even my daughter said these were too chocolatey. The combination of the chocolate waffle with the chocolate uh, chips, she said that's too chocolatey. So for this one, I don't know, they'll have to be repurposed probably as like an ice cream sandwich with vanilla. That's the only solution I could think of because... Or maybe, I guess, a dessert. I'm just thinking on the fly now, because they're not going to fly for breakfast. Uh, you know, if a nine-year-old won't eat you and she says you're too chocolatey, sorry, chocolate chip waffles. Uh, but she was very impressed with the Belgian waffles. Uh, let's see. uh, uh some brie stuffed with garlic and herbs. I didn't try that, uh, but I'm sure it's good. Uh, Canadian cheddar aged five years. I think you could use that for that beer cheddar soup recipe I made a couple of years ago. That should be in the feed uh, somewhere. And uh, maybe that's from last year. Then a grand blue cheese. Uh, we had a couple of blue cheeses Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, um, I don't know. I, I, so I didn't try that. Then filio dough. Philo dough. how do you say that? but um, I think I did buy this last year, and I think i, I get my got my dose confused, and I bought it for the wrong thing, and so I was annoyed so and then the other thing with Trader Joe's and this kind of item is like it's not always in stock, it's seasonal, and so Philo Filio, Philo, Philo, not Philo. Oh, they said, for the record, it's phyllo, not phyllo. Oh, boy, Trader Joe's, you just lost. I hope you didn't lose any customers there. So uh, I guess they don't have anything. Let's see, double cream brie with truffles. No, I didn't try that. Roasted garlic and onion jam. I like how that sounds, onion jam. Uh, but I, you know, I don't have a thing, a cracker assortment. I wasn't in charge of crackers. Trader Joe's has a lot of crackers. Someone might've brought this up Christmas Eve because they, that's what we had. I think cause we had all all of these original and cracked pepper, poppy seed water crackers and vegetable, vegetable and wheat entertain, entertainer crackers. That's what we had Christmas Eve. Uh, but I didn't bring them, so I'm not the only one who shops at Trader Joe's. So, the, and that's a good one if you're having you get four different kinds of crackers. Um, let's see, the next page is more cheese, a Gouda, a French Pave, uh, some salami trio. So these are all nuts and fruits and honey. So those are all appetizer things. And I guess, like, I would probably, if I buy any stuff like this, I would just bring it, and I would forget what I brought. So I I can't give any uh, definite uh, things. On these Great Big Gouda, though, that's a good name for a cheese. Uh, Then on this page, pistachio and pomegranate crisps. Uh, I saw those, but I haven't tried those. Lemon ricotta. Uh, No, they say it represents a blurry line, I guess, uh, because, yeah, what are you going to use it for? Um, but, you know, that, a Greek olive uh, stuffed uh, triumvirate, that, that would be good for having olives for people to pop in their mouths. But I didn't see that. It even gives you a t- tip deliver the jar as a host or hostess gift when you're invited to a shindig at a foodies friend place or present it in a basket of tasty treats. Uh, I love Greek olives. Uh, so. And this one I have tried, Trader Joe's uh, Fondue. And they have a couple different ones of the Swiss Elemental cheese, or however you say it, mixed with you know, those, those different cheeses. And uh, we like we had it, my daughter and I, we had it for dinner one night with uh, broccoli and bread. I think that's what I made. Did I have any meats? I think just like a couple of good pieces of bread that I toasted in the oven. And she, she didn't, she, she liked the cheese, you know, it was a little bit risky, um, because it's some intense tasting cheese. Um, but you know, it worked. So that was a hit, but that was a couple of weeks ago. We had, uh, I think it was right around when I was prepping for Thanksgiving because we had a dark pumpernickel or dark, dark rye. And then a, uh, what do you call that other one? A sourdough. Uh, so that's a good weeknight meal. Here's some pre made appetizers uh, bacon wrapped dates with goat cheese. I don't eat uh, goat cheese. Uh, you may have heard, uh, like, uh, in goat, I can taste the goat. And I'm not, uh, this isn't anything against goats and goats, milk, and goat cheese. I just can taste the goat in there. And I don't know if that's from D You say, can you taste the cow? I said, I can't. I can taste the goat, but I can't taste the cow. So, I don't know, you know, I, I, I drank a lot of cow's milk as a child, so I don't know. But, it, like, uh, it, just to find goat, goat stuff to be a little gamey or a little goaty. Uh, so, that would be the downside of that. Bacon-wrapped dates sound, sound pretty good. Cocktail pups, got those. Uh, yeah, have them in the freezer right now. And then uh, we'll probably wrap, the, like, one night when I'm desperate for dinner, what I will do is those those uh, like Billsberry, I think Trader Joe's has their own version of those croissants. Uh, you take the, you know, or like flaky, they're called flaky layers. I don't know what, you know, they make, you make your own dinner rolls. You wrap the, the hot dog in that and then your kid will eat them most of the time or you give them for lunch the next day. So I have those in my freezer. Uh, I did that last year. Mini Brie at Croat, 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 Croute, C R O U T E. Uh, What does that mean? It comes out near the top of us. It's close. uh, What is it? Uh, A bite sized portion. Oh, and a puff pastry. Oh boy, that sounds good. Uh, We did have a baked Brie on one Christmas Day, I think. uh, someone made it and they but they made it from their own they made their own pay, uh, puff uh, they baked they made their own uh, dough or maybe they used pre-made pie dough but it was good and then when i was in uh, the Czech republic uh, i liked to eat a lot of smazeny seer shmazeny seer which is fried cheese uh, And uh, those delicious deep, you know, deep fried cheese or fried cheese, smoshin' sear. I think that's close. Uh, Then they have some more. They have a lot of appetizers, pistachios, uh, scallops wrapped in bacon. I don't know. I I can't buy scallops in a store. Like, the only time I'll have scallops is at a restaurant. I don't think I've had scallops in a long time, but it seems like they got to be... you know, and then they have pre-made cocktail stirs uh, with the gherkin. There's some handy, chili pepper, red bell. That's a good idea to save time. And those come in a jar. You know, I can't have that. But, you know, if you want to do that for something, that's a cool idea. Uh, holiday ham. I'm not a big ham fan either. Wow, this is really getting to know me. I don't know, like, uh, ham's a little dry for me, and a little salty, I I don't know. I mean, I remember when we would get ham as a kid, it would probably be, like, Easter ham, I think, uh, would be the big deal. And I think that was it. I said, well, I don't need any more ham in my life after that. And I've had the honey-baked ham, I think, or some other ham, you know, at different people's houses, uh, and it doesn't do it for me. Also, one time when I was in England, I thought I was ordering a steak, but I ordered a ham steak. You know, I'm afraid of, like, uh, serve, serving staff, waiters and waitresses, so I didn't ask because it, it, was, it, it was grilled, and they just bought me a grilled piece of ham, and I was expecting. So that was, like, uh, you know, you live and you learn. Uh, so that's out. Fresh cut pineapple rings. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, I'll uh, have to look. Oh, because cause you get them with ham, or you know. The, but uh three fifty for fourteen ounces, I'd have to look at that. That sounds a little pricey. Uh, they have tamales now. They have these all year long, and actually, sometimes I'll buy them. They have a chicken and green a chili, and then a pork and red sauce, and then a vegetarian with cheese and green salsa. I do like the pork and red sauce uh, tamales from here. Now they're not going to be like legit tamales. 're a boil is making uh but it, like if you're in desperate for lunch you, like these are great because I, like just let me give you a little like uh my little tip they come in six i think they come six to a package, let me see a yeah, six for six ninety nine and two of those make a nice lunch, and because they're uh they're tamales so they're in corn husks, like what I do is when I get the package home I open it up, and then I put two each in a container. I put four of them in the freezer, like, if it's, uh, like, close to the week, you know, or I'll put them all in the freezer, but two, two and two, and then I'll have them for lunch. And if they're frozen, you know, you just put them in your bag, and then they thaw. By lunchtime, you can really, they're really easy to heat up because uh, because of the corn husk. Uh, the, the, they come out of the microwave nice. Uh, so that's an, you know, that's a, that's a good lunch. Uh, and especially if they're in the freezer and they say, I got nothing for lunch. For me, it's usually, uh, ramen. And then like, but believe it or not, last week I ran out of ramen. And then again, this Tuesday I forgot, I said, I have nothing for lunch. And then I get, I say, okay, I got to stop on the way to work. And then I never remember. Um stuffed lobster I'm allergic to uh what what do you call those shellfish, so I can't have that uh holiday la orange uh those are navel oranges uh i don't know uh, why how did orange how do oranges in the holidays i like oranges uh, like like with cloves does anybody do that we used to do that my mom would do it. And I think she was taught me that. And like you take an orange and then you take cloves and you stick it in the orange and it smells good. It smells like holidays. So there you go. Uh, holiday fruit spread. I didn't have this. We did have someone made their own uh, apple chutney applesauce. Yeah, but, And that was good. So a fruit spread is probably good at, good too. And then this one I did have uncured bacon wrapped porchetta pork roast, and it's uh, six ninety nine a pound. And you uh, roast it, I forget how long. And what I did, uh, you know, you roast it for—I don't know if you roast it for a few hours or what. Uh, but you know, if you if you take it and then you put, uh, you can buy a bag of small potatoes or fingerling potatoes at Trader Joe's, and then some carrots. And maybe an onion that's quartered, and then you put all that down, and then you put the pork roast on top of it. however you're, you you do your roasting normally, you got yourself a dinner right there, and you just stick it in the oven. And it comes. My daughter liked that very much too. She said, "Dad, this meat is good." So, and then you have like you have everything. You have your starch, you have your vegetable. You know, for the adults, you have some onion to add a little flavor. And you know, you could have a salad first. And Trader Joe's makes you know, you can like they have bagged salads or they have everything to assemble your own salad. Okay, this is all wine and stuff, so I can't even look at that. Uh another page of wine. Okay, here we go. That's the next thing. Okay, here's chocolate mint black tea. I bought this, I haven't drank it yet, uh uh, so I don't know how it is, but I, I did buy it uh just sounded like an interesting idea, uh, chocolate, mint, black tea. Though I still have the holiday tea from last year. Uh, I've only had part of that holiday tea. So we'll see how long, you know, tea lasts forever, right? Uh, then there's this thing called Blackberry Spritzer. I thought about buying this, but I never did. It's a uh, packs the juice of 17 blackberries and a henna lemon juice into a 750-milliliter bottle. And it looks interesting, like usually I just buy the sparkling apple juice instead because they're right next to each other. Because they say, well, I'm not going to buy two bottles of this Blackberry Spritzer and if it's good, then it won't be enough and I'll be disappointed. And if it's terrible, then I'll be disappointed. Uh, So, though I have bought, like my goal, I didn't pull this off because I brought some of these for the holiday, for Christmas and Christmas, you know, I did my goal was to buy enough um what do they call that uh sparkling grape fruit grape juice uh so that me and my daughter could celebrate every month like we'd drink a bottle of that like on Friday night we'd pop the cork uh luckily, my daughter doesn't listen to podcasts but uh you know, I think I have, like, you brought the reef, and then, I, like, it felt bad. You know, they we didn't drink them at dinner. You know, that's always an awkward thing when you go to someone's house. And I, like, uh, and then the, the, what you brought doesn't get used. I said, well, the I mean, that's, like, really cool. It has the foil and the cork pops, and, you know, it's very visceral for a kid. And because I can't drink, like, it's cool to be able to drink out of a champagne bottle, even though it's only grape juice. And, you know, we can pretend we just won the World Series or the NBA championship, but I didn't have, I couldn't, I couldn't put the words to say, you know, we didn't drink that grapefruit juice. You mind if I take it with me? I mean, the worst is if you get caught by your hosts, like, taking stuff back, you know. I mean, I guess they probably wouldn't say anything. They'd just look at you, uh you know, with sad eyes, but I didn't even do that. Most of the stuff that I brought, I was in charge of sparkling beverages this year anyway. And most other stuff I brought, uh, like I drank, so just not that. But I still have more at home. Uh, Then there's a cinnamon roll wreath. I didn't see this. I probably would have bought it, uh, a wreath of cinnamon rolls. Oh, no, it's in the freezer. That's why. I'll have to look. I don't know. Cinnamon rolls are another tough commodity. Like the ones that come in the tube are always terrible, though. I buy them like once every four or five months. Uh, you know, they're in the tube uh, like with the uh, dinner rolls. And they come with their own frosting, but there's something chemical about them that I don't like. So I don't know if a frozen one... Oh, it does have a proofing process. I might have to pick these up if they're still available. Uh, so I guess that one's pending. Then there's another tea which I bought uh, because they said it sells out. Candy cane green tea, uh, decaf, Delish desired. And they said they've had it since 2009. I never heard of it before this year. Uh, but uh, I bought one thing. I was I did tell myself like when it was out of stock the first time I I went there after reading this and I said oh boy I missed the I didn't say, oh boy, I said darn, I missed the candy cane green tea. It really blew it and uh, missed that rush, but then it was there the next time. But then I had to say, Don't buy two, please, Drew. Just buy one. They said, but we gotta stock up. It's gonna sell out. And I said, just buy one, please. We we still have the tea from last year, and we have the autumnal tea still in there. And also, there's tea in the freezer from the time you're at that mall. They said, you're right, you're right. I'm doing good on the listener's tea, but yeah. Okay, I'll only buy one. So I have that. I just haven't opened it yet. Uh, That sounds cool. Candy cane green tea. Uh, What does it say? What's so special about this tea? It's a really delicious mix of decaffeinated green tea blended with vanilla bean, cinnamon, wait a second, and peppermint. Okay, we'll see. I guess about this tea. Uh, This one has sold out uh, this year. Peppermint hot chocolate. Believe it or not, I got to give this one a big F, and it pains me to do so. I bought it like uh, two years ago, and I wouldn't buy it again because uh, uh, one, it's uh, there's not a lot in there. It comes with a tin, but then there's a plastic bag in the tin. And then by the time you get like it's say if you give me a tin, we just put the freaking powder in there. I can't get a powder out of a bag back into a tin without making a huge mess. But uh, you know they don't. They say well, if we get standards and stuff, and then I don't know. Like it didn't give it. Said well, just the spoon recipe. I think was unspecific. So it said well, just spoon as much as you like. You know, between one and four. And they said, well, just the freaking bags of hot cocoa that we've, for the last 30 years, is the agreement on how to consume hot cocoa. Now you want me to just spoon whatever I feel like it? What the heck? And then the final blow was that it just wasn't peppermint enough. Like I said, well, like how much, you, like I kept having to add more uh, to get my de- de- desired peppermint level. And you can blame these uh, coffee places for that because they really do a good job of peppermint and the heck out of what they make. Okay. There's the next thing that will be another embarrassing thing, but so we'll go to that one next last. Wintery blend blend coffee. That was pretty good. I just drink it in the Trader Joe's. Uh but it's it's probably good in a little shot glass. I don't know if I could drink it every morning, but it has like spices and stuff. And then see this one, chocolate, peppermint, almond beverage. That sounds good too, but uh uh thirty two ounces for a dollar seventy nine but it would depend on uh uh you know how how peppermint it is, and then how much sugar it's like if it's gonna be like a same amount sugar soda, I might as well have soda and then speaking of health issues, nog for your nog and two ninety nine a quart at Trader Joe's, and they have light eggnog and regular eggnog and as any physician will tell you uh, I've drank a lot of eggnog this season. Still, have, I've been drinking it since uh, before Halloween, when the stores started stocking it. And I'm not like I'm not trying to be funny. I've drank an, an obscene amount of eggnog, obscene uh, this year. And you say how obscene, Scoots? I'd say probably ten ten gallons. I'd I would estimate ten gallons of eggnog. Okay, so stop laughing. I'm serious. And maybe a half gallon of it, maybe three quarters, maybe even a gallon was light eggnog. The rest was full force. And I never drank eggnog when I drank alcohol. I think I've talked about this just because it just seemed like like it would just take up too much space in your stomach. And, you know, I wanted to drink other stuff that was more, you know, said I'd get around to drinking the eggnog, but I never did. Uh, and then I said, I don't even know if I like it, but, but then it's now that I can't drink alcohol. This is something like a forbidden fruit. Of course, I overdo it. And I've like, maybe probably next year I'll never drink eggnog again. Uh, but this year I've just been drinking it. Like, it's like a little milkshake every night I have a eggnog, eggnog and I pretend it's a milkshake and I have found there's a lot of variety and taste and I, I have yet to make my own egg and eggnog. I will at some day. Um, but, uh, the Trader Joe's one's pretty good. The light one, I wouldn't go, you know, if you're going to drink it, you might as well drink the full poison full strength and nog and you might see scoots. What other nags have you tried? And I'd say, well, let me see if I can remember. Great question. I did the one from, uh, what is it called? It's not Albertson's anymore. Rallies, whatever that eggnog is called, Sunnyside. Maybe that's what that's called, or maybe that's what Trader or Safeways eggnog. I tried that one. And then I tried some gourmet ones. And the way it determined the gourmet versus the regular is the price. A regular store two, half gallon is about two ninety nine. And then the gourmet brands are four ninety nine. And I'll be honest, tra like, uh, like eggnog is so overpowering and intense and like bad for you anyway and sugary. Uh, you like it's nice. I guess I didn't think I'd go on an eggnog tangent, especially at this time of year when you really don't need it. But you know, why make a sleep podcast? You know, so. Uh, it is nice to have two of them because then you can do eggnog tasting by, by nothing to, by yourself in your kitchen. Uh, I don't have any cats, so I guess that's an upside. Though so I do have Koa. she's pretty much like a cat. Um, trying to figure out how to, but so uh, I don't know if it's worth the investment. Like, uh, like it wasn't like I tried a couple different ones. And you can tell the taste difference, and you can tell the difference, believe it or not, between the sugars and the high fructose in that. Uh, uh, but there wasn't any one, like, eggnog, you know, because there's, like, the, like uh, they're not all the same. I guess I can say that. But there wasn't one where I was like, oh, boy. I mean, at this point, I've had so much that I probably am just like, oh, please, please, Drew, don't buy any more. And they said, well, we'll see when we go to the store if they still have it. Uh, but i have consumed a lot of knock, As I said, at least six gallons. I can confidently say, you know, more than 10 gallons. One, two, yeah, probably 10 gallons, maybe maybe even more, probably more. I would hope, yeah, I guess a gallon, let's see, November, eight, a gallon a week. Ugh, yeah. So that's something, you know, that'll be 2017 twenty seventeen'll the nog, I'll be go nog free and then I'll get a cholesterol test, you know, in, in March, once that nog gets out of my system. Okay, well, we got to kick it up. Okay, cocoa grazed almonds, glazed almonds. I didn't try that, uh um cinnamon star cookies i bought these but i haven't tried them yet uh they're a bit fir- firmer than their cousins it was a pronounced cinnamon cinnamon flavor and a subtle hit of lemon and i probably will try those at some point those are sealed so hopefully i didn't check the dates uh, uh gold coins i didn't buy those uh double dark chocolate gingerbread caramel cookie bar didn't buy that because of dark chocolate Here's ten out of ten butter cookie wreaths. I ate one, like I've eaten two tubs of these, and I have one more left. This is a ten out of ten. It's those butter cookies. They're not fancy cookies. They're delicious cookies. They're also cute cookies, according to Trader Joe's, because they have that they're wreath shaped, and they're the ones people make. And they have like the crunchy red and green spr- like sprinkles on there. And they're delicious. That's all. Uh, That's all I need to say. Those are great. Uh, Artisan crafted English Toffee. I didn't buy that because usually someone always gets almond roca, so you can just eat a little bit of theirs. Uh, Jingle jangle. It This has too many things in there. It's a tin with pretzels and uh, like a uh, popcorn. Like too many things. Uh, I don't know. I do, like I don't find like uh, once you get into uh, yeah, and there's like a lot of dark chocolate. Then this one, chocolate marbles. Now this year, the, these are four ninety nine. I still have a box and a half of these from last year. Uh, they're two half circles of chocolate uh, filled with different flavors. And uh, I don't know why I bought like I bought these last year. I don't know why I bought two because I still haven't. I only ate half of one uh, box. But the boxes they put them in last year weren't that great. This year they ha- they're in a little bit better box. I noticed, uh, and you could say I've lost my marbles, but I do know what my marbles are or my Trader Joe's marbles. Uh, gingerbread sticks. I haven't tried those. Uh, eight in a bag for two ninety nine. And then the gingerbread house kit. I did not buy one this year, but if you listen to that episode about uh, stuffing, I do. Ha- I did have one from 2015 and 2016, and I did bring. So then I brought these, and I, t- I told the kids that, that, that the decorated the cookies. They said you could also make these gingerbread cookie houses, which you can't eat them because one's from 20. Oh no, one's from 2014. And one's from 2015, because now it's 2016. So, yeah, one was from 2014, and one was from 2015. Both expired, but still, one was still boxed. One I had unboxed during the recording of a podcast episode. and the, But those didn't get put together, They get, but they did get left at the one of the houses I was at. So I don't have to deal with that shame anymore you know, of hoarding gingerbread because you can't really throw it out. And I did say to myself, like, one day me and my daughter in July will make a gingerbread house, and it'll be hilarious, but we never did it because, you know, because of me. Okay, I got to kick it up here. A gingerbread uh, cake and baking mix. I haven't tried that, but maybe I will. Uh, gingerbread-flavored dog treats. Go like to these... Uh, And they come in a 16-ounce box. They're hard dog treats, and I did give her these last year. I didn't buy them this year because she has a couple other favorites uh, of Trader Joe's dog treats. So, I just and, like, they're big, so they're better. Like, it's like giving your dog, like, almost like a meal as a treat. Like, I like to give Koa, like, a bunch of little treats, you know. And I say, this will make you like me better, right? Uh chocolate chip pan pan tone or pan tone. These are my I think this thing gets lumped in with food uh, fruit cake in my internal system, so I just never have it. Uh so I don't even know what that tastes like. Regular or chocolate chip. Uh chicken and salmon dog treats, these look like uh it's only five ounces for five bucks and COVID would eat that in like a few bites, so it's a little pricey. Oh, macaroons. I didn't see these. Uh, uh, chewy and crispy. Chocolate. This is like a different kind of macaroon de phase. FETS. F-E-T-E-S. Oh, they're in the freezer. Oh, I think I've seen these. Maybe uh, Edison buy them. Oh, uh, Tenenbaum potato snacks. Uh, these are $1.99. I did not see these this year, but at my brother's, uh, we had lunch there. Because this is a genetic thing, except my brother does it in uh, the Halloween Thanksgiving Trader Joe's thing. And his girlfriend bought all the pumpkin pie spice stuff. And then they had a big dinner, it was a lunch party, where we just had every pumpkin pie spice thing uh, for brunch. I guess it was brunch, like pumpkin, uh, pumpkin spice to lunch even, they there's even a pumpkin pie spice salad, I think, and, uh, but he had had the Halloween potato crisps, and they taste like, uh, they're the reconstituted potatoes made into a chip, uh, what was called munchies were the ones they had back in the day, and they're pretty tasty, I think that's what they are, potato crisps, yeah, uh, then there's, uh, lubuchkin i don't know what that is cookies it's a different cookie i don't think i've seen those Uh, almonds and hazelnuts uh maybe i'll buy them if i go i'm probably going to go to trader joe's tomorrow uh cedar and basalum candle i do did buy this it smells pretty good it comes in a tin only thing is i like i'm not (laughs) it sounds so sensitive like uh I don't do well around candles. Whatever chemicals make candles smell make it hard for me to breathe. Uh, it, like it, like if you burn the candle, you know, it obviously makes it hard to breathe. But just something about that, those chemicals. Uh, but, so what my goal usually is, is I have that candle above my toilet. And when I go to work, I say, let me remember to take the thing off. And then my bathroom will smell good when I get home. And I can put the lid back on. But I never remember. Uh, so that'll probably end up in my underwear drawer. So my underwear will smell like cedar and b- balsam. Also, that was my favorite Suave uh, um, uh, hair shampoo when I started buying my own shampoo. It's basal- balsam. Balsam? Balsam. And something it was by Suave. That was my hair shampoo. To pick some of that up, you know, get back to the old. Maybe I get some VO5 hot oil. While I'm over there, you know. This is so good. This episode's going long here. Okay, uh, this is like gifts. They had a grooming kit and a shaving kit, uh, uh ivory pillar candles, poinsettias, uh, skincare. We don't, none of that we really bought. Oh boy, this isn't a holiday one, but this is one I buy a lot of. Uh, well, twice a year, a head to toe balm, B A L M. And I, this is what I bomb myself with when I talk about putting the bomb on. This is the bomb, like I'll use badger bomb like around my chest, if like a nighttime badger bomb if I'm bombing. But like when my arms and my legs and my back are dry, I cover it with this balm. and it's formulated with high quality gentle on skin ingredients like shea butter, mango seed butter, cocoa seed butter, or corn or oat kernel. Flower extract, apricot kernel, macadamia seed nut oil, and uh, its pleasant mild fragrance—orange peel, lavender, rosemary, and eucalyptus—is gentle on the nose too. And it really is a head-to-toe bomb, they say, and it is. So, like, I use it. it I mean, the problem is, I don't know if it's my skin is so dry, but I really got to put the bomb on uh, those nights when I feel too tossy and turny. Uh, there's a hand cream trio I haven't tried, and then am, am, amaryllis, amaryllis bulbs and wax. I don't know what that is. And then there's this white pine moisturizing soap and lotion. My brother's girlfriend had this, and it smells great. Uh, but I just like I, I, I like I, I go through hand soap too fast. So I don't buy it by the container like that. Gelato filled pan tone, pan panetta tone or whatever. It sounds pretty good. I didn't see it or buy it. Uh popcorn tin, I gave that to my dad last year as a gift. A big spender I am. Uh but we had it one day when we were sitting around uh because last year my I had family visiting. Uh caramel cheddar, white cheddar olive oil and kettle that was a hit except for one of them i don't know which one wreaths they had uh chili chocolate i didn't i've never tasted that mint mini chocolate mint stars whoa those are mint stars i did not know that i missed those but i guess they're dark chocolate oh that's probably why i think i had that last year i didn't like it uh, here's another one I've, I have two, two tubs of. I've had a half a tub of this, a crispy peppermint chocolate chip cookies. I bought a second tub mistakenly before I'd opened my first because I said, well, these got peppermint. I'm going to love them. And I don't dislike them, but I haven't binged on them. So that probably is like a, it's good for my health that I haven't ate a whole tub of cookies with a giant pint glass of eggnog. Uh, But at the same time, it doesn't exactly, like, it's not a strong, if I'm not binging, then it's not a good recommendation. Say they're not bad. But if you get, like, it comes in the same tub, those butter wreath cookies, just buy those, skip these, buy the butter wreath. Buy two tubs, buy three tubs of those butter wreath cookies. Uh, At three tubs, that's when you'll get burned out. That's the end of the Fearless Flyer. But I have one more, two more products I want to talk about because they're still in my cupboard. Uh, from the past, past holiday seasons. One is like the dark chocolate covered peppermint Jojo dipped in candy canes. So this is a, like an Oreo that Trader Joe's makes at that time of year, but it has peppermint filling. Uh, Then it's dipped in dark chocolate in like peppermint chunks. And maybe five years ago, I was obsessed with these and I burned myself out, uh, I think it was because one time I had it with orange juice. You ever have like chocolate and orange juice? It's like a huge mistake, and you can't really come back from that. And I don't know if that really happened or that was a dream. but I, I still have one box in my freezer. And then before I started recording, I started. I went through my cupboards. I found one in the back of my cupboard. A uh, half, open, like half-eaten box uh, from probably 2014. Though I do think I got one box as a gift last year from someone. Um, I do like those are good up for planes. If you're gonna be traveling around the holidays, bring one of those boxes and give it to the uh, flight attendants as a holiday gift because it's sealed and it's good to have one or two, but I think the dark jaw jo- like I just burned out. I don't think I could ever eat one of those again. And for a time and they were the greatest thing I'd ever tasted in my life. And usually, this is where it goes wrong. And you'll hear with this next product. And then I'll we'll talk about the product and then I'll talk about how it goes horribly wrong for me. Uh, these, these are, I'm a big lover of white chocolate and peppermint. And this last year, they had white chocolate and peppermint covered pretzel thins, which is a flat pretzel, like a chip, a combination of a pretzel and a chip. And I think two years ago, I got hooked on these, but I had only bought one or two bags. And they said, these are the the cat's pajamas. And then last year, I said, well, I want to have one bag of these a month. So I tried to buy 12 bags over the holidays, you know, so they wouldn't catch on and think I'm a freak. Like the first couple of times I bought two bags, so then I'd have a bag to eat and a bag to save. And at some point around April or March, I just gave up on eating those. So I still have, like, and I didn't buy 12 bags. But I think I still have two unopened bags that are probably expired. Like, the chocolate marbles I looked, those expired in March uh, of last year. Or this year, 2016, so last year. And I look at the pretzels of the Trader Joe's deep chocolate cookies. I couldn't find an expiration date on those. But, you know, that's the method I like. I usually do it's like, well, if I like it now, I'll probably like it in June. So I should stack up. And uh, so I think I'm single handedly, obsessively keeping Trader Joe's in business. Uh, but yeah, there, there's a, like, if this works, if people like this, then I can do a run through every once in a while. This is a fearless flyer run through. Uh, thanks, everybody, and good night.